Hello and welcome to the EG Property Podcast with me, EG Editor Sam McClary. And this is the third of three Future Leader podcasts. It's a very special podcast because we are meeting the latest in our cohort of Future Leaders. And this is our fifth time that we've been doing Future Leaders. And I'm so, so excited about it because it's going to be bigger and better than any of them that have come before. And they've all been bloody awesome. So no pressure um, to the three guests that I have in in the room with me uh, today, and the three guests that I have here are going to be our sort of finale of the of the big day on twenty fourth of November, and they are three individuals who are early on in their careers in in real estate, and um, we are going to put quite a lot of pressure on their shoulders actually, because it's going to be up to them to inspire the audience to go off and actually make real estate a even better place than it's been before. So. I'm going to stop talking in a second and each, each ask each of them to introduce themselves, uh, tell us a little bit about who they are, where they come from, who they're working with, and how they're feeling about the prospect of standing up on a big stage in front of hundreds of people with no notes, ready to talk about something that they are passionate about. So with further ado, Callum, I'm going to pass to you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so hi, I'm Callum. I'm an apprentice surveyor at CBRE. Uh, I've been there for around three years now. So I actually began in property around six years ago. I worked for a company called Stretton's, um, kind of almost straight after school, really. Um, I worked there in their property management accounts department and then moved into their, their property management department where I did a level three, uh, uh, sorry, a level three surveying apprenticeship. And then from that, I then got onto the degree program at CBRE. So I've done three rotations whilst at CBRE. I started in their business rates team, then I was in their property management team and then their hotel valuation team. And then I've just moved into my fourth rotation now, which is a hotel investment team. All the exciting stuff. Yeah. Everyone loves the investment <laughs> team, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, thank you. Priscilla. Um, hi, my name's Priscilla. Um, I currently work as a social impact and inclusion coordinator at HB Rubis, who are an international workspace provider. And I'm really nervous to be on stage and speak to hundreds of people. But I'm also quite excited because it will literally give me the opportunity to jump outside of my comfort zone and at the same time help to inspire other young people within the industry. Fantastic. I'm interested to hear a little bit more about your role as well, that sort of social and inclusion role. It's really important and I yeah. imagine that might be something that we hear about in your talk as well. Isabel. Um, hi, I'm Isabel and I work at Savills as an apprentice surveyor. Um, so I'm just finishing my second year now and I work as a corporate account manager within the EMEA Occupy Services team. So we kind of, in short, describe ourselves as personal shoppers for occupiers. Um, my dad always describes it as kind of the glossy side of property. Um, <laughs> but I have never spoken in front of so many people. So, yeah, I'm just trying to channel my nerves into positive energy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that personal shopper for, for occupiers. And that's such a such an interesting role at the moment with so many people thinking about how they mm. utilise space. So. Yeah big topic <laughs> big big topic so let, let's talk about the program so 
listeners I'm sure know that this is um, a program as I say has been running for five cohorts now where we um, team up with our friends at Ginger um, um, public speaking and they help give you guys the tools to feel confident up on stage and tell these are most amazing and impactful stories and um, I'd be really keen to to hear from you and know Callum and Isabel you've you've had your first your first sort of uh, lesson as it were with with Ginger what are some without giving away the secrets because I know they will kill me if you uh, and you if you do do that what are some of the things that that you've already picked up from there that you that you know will will help you when you stand up on stage um I think body language is a key one. Uh, when you kind of present, you always thinking about the words that are coming out your mouth rather than how you appear and how you look. Um, so I know for myself, I really have to focus on how I'm standing and how I'm fidgeting with my hands and stuff like that. She says <laughs> that she sits on her hands because she's fidgeting <laughs> with her hands. Callum, for you. Um, I think it's um, the fact that everyone wants you to do well. It kind of changes your mindset on on when you're standing up there in front of everyone because up until now I feel like everyone's looking for my mistakes but that's not the case um that's definitely helped excellent yeah we are all there to support everyone wants to see you achieve no one is there to to um pick up any flaws because there will be none because everyone will be perfect <laughs> I know it I know and um, Priscilla you said you were sort of equal measures of um fear and excitement um tell us a little bit more about that what do you where does the excitement come from? What are you hoping that being able to stand up on stage, not fidget with your hands and talk powerfully to an to audience will, will deliver for you in your career going forwards? Um, I think it's just the, so the exciting part for me is just the thrill of actually doing something I never would have imagined doing in the first place. Um, but I just really hope to inspire others and also myself that it is possible and it will create change as well. Excellent. Yeah. Let, let's talk about the inspiration bit then, because that is, you know, that is the task that you, you are given, you three and, and the rest of the co cohort as well. You have to deliver an inspiring talk that for this summit especially encourages the audience to go on their own journey too. I don't want you to give away your topics yet because I'm sure you're still defining those, but what are some of the things that that you're passionate about that you think this industry needs to to learn more about um Callum I think the biggest thing for me obviously I came into the industry near enough straight from school but when you look back it was never spoken to me in, in school about the apprenticeship scheme or real estate at all so I think it's just important as, as we all know now to, to really get that into schools but I don't think it's necessarily just down to the organizations i think it's actually up to the education system as well to to let us in because i know that a lot of the time we do try to get in schools and and it, it the support isn't there from them so hmm. i think it's just i think that's that's an important part for me is just really making sure that we get their support too and do you think if you if someone came into your school when you were at school and and talked to you about the real estate industry it would have sparked some interest in you yeah definitely because i think at that age not many people know what they want to do but it's such a varied industry that there is literally something for everyone um, and, and also it just gives you other ideas into other areas that you'd like to go into you know we're linked with the legal systems so and maybe maybe you'd want to do an apprenticeship in that instead so yeah I just think it, it opens opens your mind. Fantastic thank you Priscilla and um, tell us a little bit about what what you'd like to inspire. 
Um, I think similar to Callum, it's kind of about letting people know about the different areas that are within the real estate industry. So it's not just about whether you're whether you're a construction worker and you can deal with bricks. Like there's so many other different jobs within the real estate industry. So like operations, the finance team, being able to pay people on time. Um, HR, yeah, there's just so many other areas within the industry that I think needs to be spoken about. Um, and what attracted you to, to the role that you're, that you're doing at HP Rebus? Um, I feel like it's just, to be fair, it's actually quite a new role within mm. the business. So we didn't actually focus so much on it before, but we have a really big project and it's like, it's almost impossible not to engage and include the local community with our initiatives and making them feel involved in what we're doing because they're really important stakeholders, I believe. Yeah, it's so important, isn't it? They're, and I think this goes back as well, Callum, to your point of, of making educators understand a bit more about the real estate industry as well. It is everywhere around. You know, we're sat in this podcast studio now. We we all um, live in live in homes. We, wor- we work in offices. We go to shops. We get our Amazon deliveries from a warehouse somewhere and the spaces in between as well. So that engagement with community to understand the the role of re- real estate is so, so important, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isabel. Um, I think for me, it's kind of changing the mindset of um, there are things that we have to do, but actually changing it to there are things that we want to do. So, um, for example, inclusivity, many people kind of refer it as we must have ramps, we kind of must have unisex toilets, but changing that mindset to we want to have these things. Um, so that's kind of what I'm thinking about. I like that. Not the, I always talk here with my team about the difference between need and want. And um, there are some times when what you need is, you know, when you're, um, is absolutely the, the thing that you should be looking at. But we, when we want to do more, it has to be about what we what we want and what and what we want is actually what the people need, isn't it? And mm. so I think that'd be really fascinating. What, and what's drawn you to, to that conversation? Um, so my mum has multiple sclerosis, so she uses a wheelchair. Um, so it's just from personal experience. I mean, she's been in it since I was 10. So just the way that buildings are adapted, there are adaptations that are there because they have to be there, but trying to find it so that they're comfortable and they're actually usable for people. Um, so yeah, I'm just kind of drawing on that personal experience. Fantastic. And again, that brings us full circle, doesn't it? Because it is again about how there's something for everyone in this this career, and actually we need voices from everywhere to to know what we what we need to deliver and what we want to deliver. In the if we aren't talking to people like your mum, how mm. do we know what good design looks yeah. looks like? If we're not talking to um, kids in schools, how do we know that we're going to get the very best talent into this industry, the next the next great thinkers? So it all needs to to connect, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, definitely. And one of um one of my favourite parts of the Future Leaders um, program in your um, uh, in your training is something that isn't about standing up on stage and talking. It's the dressing to impress <laughs> um, uh, session that we do, which is, I must admit, when we first did it and um, 
back in the day, I would have been like, what is going on here? Why are we telling them how to dress it? And this was when we were all women. I was like, hang on a minute. I'm not sure this is right, but it's fantastic. And um, I know you've got that coming coming mm. up. And um, there's some really great psychology to it. That's my favourite bit of the programme. What what bit are you... Uh, what, I'm not leading you here, <laughs> honest. <laughs> what bit of the programme are you most looking forward to and... The counter to that is what bit of the program, maybe you've done it already, are you least looking forward to? What, what fear do you have about the program, Isabel? Um, so the bit I'm most looking forward to is actually the summit in November because I think that's going to summarise all the work that we've done over the past months. Um, and so it'll be nice to be able to put it into practice and to actually see how well we can do. Uh, and yeah, the first session that we did last week was definitely the bit I was kind of most nervous for um but everyone made it very comfortable so was it was it the icebreaker definitely yeah (laughs) you you will have the icebreaker Priscilla which everyone (laughs) who has been on this podcast before has been absolutely petrified about but you survived we did and I think um Cal and I could both say that we actually feel a lot more comfortable after the first day does definitely kind of even just a day does make a big impact fantastic thank you so Priscilla this is very new to you so um uh you can be short and sweet with your answer if you want to or you can elaborate it entirely up to you but what are you what are you most excited for in the program what are you thinking oh god why are they making me do that um I think I'm most looking forward to networking with the other future leaders on my program and just being able to build my confidence, I think that's really important. And my own personal development as someone who's starting off within my career. Fantastic. Yeah. And you will meet so many people because it's not just this cohort, but um, I, I totted, totted them up. I think there's 35 future leaders who have been through the program and you you all get to join a very special club there and there's so many links across the industry so an immediate network for you to to engage with Mm. (laughs) Callum um so I think I'd actually agree with you with the dressing with impact session um I could definitely use some tips on how to dress (laughs) but also like with we're doing a lot of zoom meetings now so it's kind of like what's appropriate when you're working from home at zoom do you put on a full suit knowing that you've probably got your you know comfy clothes on or <laughs> underneath or uh or do you or, or do you just kind of have a bit more of a chilled approach because you are at home um and then kind of like what's appropriate to 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 each presentation i suppose so yeah that that's the bit i'm most looking forward to um at the moment, the f- the finale is probably the bit I'm not looking forward to. <laughs> um, I do agree with Isabel that I do feel a lot more comfortable about it after having the first session, but it's still going to be very daunting to stand up for 10 minutes on my own on stage and, and fill that time. So, <laughs> But I'm sure it will come, it hopefully. Will, it will be perfect, I promise you, <laughs> I promise you. So I um, every year when I do do this and I stand up and I compare for you really badly, um, versus everything that, that you guys do. I feel like an um, an absolute amateur up against all the future leaders. Um, but I try my best to be stoical and sort of hard-nosed Sam McClary every time you make me cry. So <laughs> I, I know I'll do it again because it's just, it's so wonderful to watch all of you up on stage and tell tell these stories. So you're going to smash it. I know it. I know it. Um, 
tell us a little bit about um, who, I guess, who you want to be in, in the room and who you really want to, to hear what you have to say. Well, who, who's it important to, to understand, you know, that this, the Future Leaders Programme isn't just about us empowering you guys to be able to talk well and, and, and make a, have an impact, but it, it is about the industry and this is something that is vital for, for people to understand if we want to be better. Um, I'd say like the the senior to mid managers in the room just to because as as good as it is sending apprentices to the talks with schools um, I actually think it would be quite good to have management that someone from the management team there too to kind of show like this is how I got into property maybe if they've come from an alternative route and then this is where I am now um, so whilst it's it's good to have like a, a younger member there so that they can kind of relate to the audience it's also good to see where you can end up as well our own little bit of reverse mentoring maybe for for the I'm not, i was going to say oldies i'm going to say oldies <laughs> oldies in the industry yeah yeah, yeah definitely I, I can say oldies it's all right i'll say it for you <laughs> priscilla who would you like to see in the audience who do you want to say hey listen to me this is important um i'd like to encourage young people who also value the importance of success and hard work um, through a means of collaboration, um, especially at this very, very start of their career, because this is my first ever job. And I think just letting them know that as soon as they've got their foot in, like anything's possible. Yeah, and what an opportunity to, to do that and say yeah. that loudly and proudly. Um, be a great inspiration if you can say to people, hey, here I am, first job, look at me. <laughs> I am woman, hear me roar. <laughs> Isabel. Um, I think for myself it's kind of everyone I think that everyone has a voice and no matter how high up in a company you are or how low you can still express how you feel your ideas um, and I appreciate if you're lower down then they might not be heard as much but if you keep knocking on that door eventually someone has to listen to you so yeah it's kind of hoping that everyone can take something away from it and use that absolutely and they will be forced to <laughs> this time as 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 you know as part of the program we, we you will do your talks and then we will bring those talks to the to the audience to to really take something away so that at the end of the summit we can say okay look here we are this is how we're going to deliver change in this industry and we will get everyone to to buy into that to to pledge to to make a difference because that's that's what we have to do and this industry has such great power doesn't it affecting change and I think it just needs to know it a bit better and then um to to round us off I, I suppose the the final question would be around um the key the key um takeaway for you from from this program I always ask of anyone who goes through this so they have to pay it forward so that you know it's a it's a great investment in in you from from your companies to to learn these great skills but it's really important that you use those for for something else for someone else what do you want to do for for someone um with the skills that you want to inevitably learn from from this and Priscilla you've you you've kind of um I said that already that you want to show someone who's stepping into their first role you can do this there's so much for you but is there would you take those skills that you've learned 
or will be learning and put them into your job today to help you do better there to communicate with communities better yeah no I think everything that I wish to impose on the other young people that I'll be talking to I'm literally speaking and teaching myself as well and I really do hope to implement it within my role especially in terms of confidence fantastic thank you Isabel yeah I think it's kind of showing to others that anything's possible um I'm not very good at public speaking I don't really enjoy it but if I can get through it then you know everyone else can um and I think it's kind of opening your eyes to what a good opportunity it is and the networking the high profiling that you can do and um yeah and of course you've had have future leaders in Savills or already are you in, yeah. engaging with them are they paying it forward and helping helping you out yeah so um Divinia who did it um we've been talking to her and she's yeah going to be giving us some good tips along the way <laughs> excellent make sure you share them <laughs> we will <laughs> Callum um so I'm CBRE's uh, first person that they've sponsored for this program and actually it's amazing to me how many people are interested in finding out how to public speak considering it's something that is quite common to be hated by many um <laughs> so yeah everyone's just really interested to hear about what I'm learning on the program um and of course I'll I'll, I'll share my tips once <laughs> once it's over but um yeah I think yeah definitely try to to spread my knowledge once I have it. <laughs> I look forward to you schooling Kieran Bird on how to speak to Yeah, people. I mean, he's he's a great presenter, but um, I'll give him some tips. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So you have just done, what, two months to go until the big, big day. It's a, it's a lot of work to do. And, I, and I, I really want everyone who's listening to the podcast to know that this is hard work, the training that you have to have to go through. And you have to do it on top of your day jobs and um as you know you're all um at the sort of cutting edge of of your careers and you know having to do probably lots of people's jobs um all at all at once so people should definitely lean in come and listen come and support you on the on the final day at the big summit and cheer and whoop and listen hard and take away um lots of things from what i know are going to be three really fantastic final uh, talks talks for us the final the final pitch from each of you to uh, the audience about why they need to come support each of you on the 24th of November Isabel um I think that it's not just a learning experience for us it'll be a learning experience for them and although it's only a day there's going to be a lot that they can learn um especially from we're kind of early on in our careers uh we might have ideas that haven't been thought about before so um there's the aspect of it as well as there's going to be a sense of collaboration where you can talk to people from across all different parts of the industry fantastic ideas that they haven't had before they'll definitely be those looking forward <laughs> to them priscilla um, yeah, I think just to encourage others and show that anything is possible and to really drive the difficult conversations that people may not necessarily want to indulge in or um, conversate with, but are really important at the end of the day. I love a difficult conversation. Bring it on, <laughs> let's do it. Thank you. Callum, final word. Um, I think whilst, you know, we're, we're all trying to come up with our own unique ideas, 
uh, and tr try to present something that you've, you've never heard of before. Of course, there's going to be some overlap with, with things that you have heard before, but you're probably never going to have heard it in the way that we're going to present it. So, so come. Definitely. <laughs> buy your tickets. <laughs> <laughs> right, the, the link will be in the show notes, so you can buy your ticket. Look, I think um, you guys have done fantastically well on, on this podcast, and if this is what you're like, with one training session or no training sessions, just imagine how powerful you're going to be on the 24th of November. I cannot wait. You're going to be fab. We're going to catch up along the, along the way. But for this <laughs> first EG Future Leaders podcast, thank you so much for joining us, Callum, Priscilla and Isabel. If you've been inspired by anything you've heard over the last 30 minutes or so, make sure you secure your space at what I guarantee will be the best real estate industry event you'll ever go to. Head straight to www.eg.co.uk forward slash eg hyphen events forward slash future hyphen leaders hyphen summit forward slash to book your tickets now. I'll see you there.